Hello. Hey. 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 What's going on? So you know there's a construction on 279 now. Yes, there is. And it's crazy. Traffic is better now than it was before there was construction. It does seem to be that way that they really do extra work on those traffic plans. And they get them so efficient that you start to wonder, huh, maybe there's, be- they took an, they did this express lane thing where it uses part of the other lane mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it's far enough north that it's before the traditional old choke point where traffic would always back up. Mm-hmm. And it's an express lane. So once you get on, you just go. It's one lane, no merging, no nothing. And it, oh, this is, we oh, had this last right. time. Okay. That, yeah, that explains it. <laughs> Tastes familiar? Uh, no, it just I was like, how do, where do I... I couldn't find the center of, of where this flavor right. was, so I needed to get some... I are doing the Marion the Agrarian last time. Dry hopped farmhouse ale. But, um, yeah, traffic has been better than it was before <sighs> construction started, so I guess it's hard to complain about construction. <laughs> yeah, keep on the construction. Wouldn't it be some kind of shit if it got worse when construction was done? <laughs> it would be a pain, but what they what you could say is that part of it is because not as many people are, are taking the highway anyway, and they would take the highway. It could be. I know one of my coworkers at least. Well, Google doesn't know traffic you know when the traffic reporting for that part of the road google is completely fucked up right it, mm-hmm. it doesn't understand it does ways so, understand it oh i don't know but one of my coworkers had avoided that way like the first two days mm-hmm. because his phone was telling him that it was a nightmare where in reality it was pleasant mm-hmm. so maybe you know i don't know how many people were discouraged from trying to go that way because of that mm-hmm I, I tend to like ways for for um, those situations. I always I always look at ways before right before I go home because it tells me which of the ways are okay. faster. Because um, sometimes that backup on uh, you know three seventy six going into four into four bit tunnels is really slow. Sometimes it's super fast. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's the way to go. Other times you got to go a little bit around. Okay. Yeah, I've used ways, but I haven't used it in a long time. It's probably not installed on my phone right now. I have to give it a try again. Uh, so you were asking me about the printer and bring your child to work day. I volunteered to do a 3D modeling and printing mm-hmm. thing. And so what I ended up settling on was A, taking the printer for a demonstration. B, most of the session would be 3D modeling in the Tinkercad program, which is a web app mm-hmm. CAD cam program. So, you know, super easy. And, you know, kudos to my coworker, Justin, who whipped together 20 old computers. You know, we have a ton of old out-of-warranty mm-hmm. laptops. They won't run the latest version of Mac OS, things like that. we got 20 working ones working <laughs> that we could actually do this thing. Nice. And... um they enjoyed it. And then I pre-printed a bunch of fidget spinners and the plan was to have the kids assemble them like two at a time, go to the back of the room and assemble them. But as if with all great plans, the uh, bearings wouldn't fit in the spinners. Mm. And the reason this happened, and I didn't 
think I didn't contemplate this ahead of time was, well, I was having problems um, getting good extrusion on my prints starting about a week and a half, two weeks ago. So to compensate and get a better extrusion, I had to tweak some parameters and the parameters just did not make sense. I was like extruding 25% more plastic than I should have had to, to get where I was getting type thing. And in turn, I think that extra extrusion, even though I was getting good solid prints, was making the diameters for the bearing holes too small. I see. By probably two tenths of a millimeter or fifteen fix it with a fifteen hundred well. Well, <laughs> these kids knew that that was had fidget spinners and they couldn't put them together. So Justin and Bruno were back in manufacturing and once I finished up my modeling session I went back and these back there with the Dremel, rounding out the mm -hmm. holes. Things it's PLA plastic, it melts really easy, right? So if you're not really gentle with that Dremel, yeah, true. You can deform them, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So they broke some, they warped some, but we had just enough at the end of the day for everyone to get their spinner. And uh, you, I don't know if you looked inside, but the printer's taken apart right now. The piece that I think I wore out, I ordered a replacement that was supposed to be here on Amazon Prime today, and it didn't Those show Those weekend ones are not always um, timely, as timely as they say they are. Yeah. People say if you complain, they'll give you a free month of Prime. So and this is like the – usually I don't care if a Prime shipment mm -hmm. takes three or four days. This is the one I was waiting for because <laughs> uh, our neighborhood garage sale is next week, and I was going to print up a couple dozen fidget spinners for it. Those are a good plan. Uh, I bet they'll sell. It is so hot right now. I mean, in a month or two, it's probably going to be fatted out. But yeah. right now, I saw, I saw some at the like at the grocery store and at the at, at a um, gas station. I saw mm -hmm. thing of spinners. Like wow! But the kids, the kids were crazy psyched about getting spinners at Bring Your Kid to Work Day. It was probably the best part. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, like I said, being timely, mm -hmm. uh, it worked out well. So. Yeah, you couldn't do that before with Tickle Me Elmo. Now it's uh, you can print <laughs> yeah. out your own. Yeah. Yes, sir. I've found like a box of 100, 100 fidget spinners for like 34 bucks, or, or not fidget spinners, bearings, bearings right. for $34. They're not as good as the ones you got. Mm -hmm. And actually, soaking them in acetone isn't doesn't seem to degrease them quite right. Mm. But I found if I hit them with some WD 40 after I degrease them, then they have a really low. Yeah, and, and WD-40 is not necessarily lubricant, right? It's water displacement. But I don't care. <laughs> it's, you know, because you don't really need a lubricant. You just need something to keep that friction out of there. Mm -hmm. So uh, that seemed to work well. And But, yeah, they're not as nice as the... I actually, I know what... Uh, I never got yours into the acetone bath for your other... I have to print you a new spinner anyway, so... When I get that new hot end, that's what's coming is for the extruder. I think... The one that comes with it has a little tef Teflon tube in there. And if you print too much ABS up too high, you can wear that thing out. And I, I think there was a problem with the tube. But the new one is just all metal the whole way through, so you don't have that Teflon in I there. I see. That's the idea. We'll see if that's my the root of my problem or whether I do this upgrade and still have printing problems. I don't yet to know. <laughs> Uh, we were uh, watching, there's the uh, Pamsley game going on tonight, this is Saturday night, and mm -hmm. um, it's interesting because, you know, I'm watching it and I'm, I'm realizing that 
something I, I already knew before, but still, it's just it's interesting to re reacquaint yourself with the idea. I you know I can't really follow what's going on because I don't have enough experience with the game. Everything just seems so chaotic. It's like mm-hmm. when you know I have enough experience with baseball, I can understand what if just by casual glance or even just looking for a minute or two, I can understand the situations that are forming and when and when certain things are happening. Right. Um, that isn't necessarily obvious somebody who doesn't know the game. And so I'm watching the hockey game and I just see players come out of places that I'm just not prepared for. And it's like, <laughs> so it just seems like a whole bunch of... Yeah, no, I mean, stuff. I could definitely see. So, I mean, at the end there, you're watching a penguin's penalty kill. Mm-hmm. So basically, there's no icing during a penalty kill. So if you shoot the puck all the way down the ice, it's good, right? Because when the puck's down there, they can't score. Yeah, right. And uh, so, you know, they're trying to do that, and they're also just trying not to get cut out of position because mm-hmm. there's, you know, one less on the ice. And, yeah, but I can certainly see where, you know, you would have to kind of become accustomed to how plays develop. Like, you know, because there's a lot of repeti- repetition. So once you see, you know, and, you know, even I, you know, never play hockey, you know, don't, uh, necessarily, like, know what plays going to come next. As you see it develop, you're like, okay, then, you know, if you see this happening, then expect that to happen, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It just, it was interesting. It was one of those things where it's like, you know, if, if I had the knowledge about this, I'd be much better <laughs> prepared to, <laughs> to watch it. Right. True thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We missed the show last week because Shane uh, was in town and we planned to do a show, but we kept running into obstacles and running into things where there were just other too much shit to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll try, we'll try to do it next time. Okay. He's not as far, he's in the same time zone this time. So yes, right. He's in the, he's living in Connecticut nowadays. Okay. Oh, um, so Allie's doing another Maker Fair. Seneca Valley High School is doing cool. their first annual Maker Fair, and they posted it on Facebook. So we um, emailed kind of like the tech ed high school tech ed teacher. We actually met him at the last one, and uh, I said, "Could Allie participate?" And he's like, "Absolutely," because they, they remembered mm-hmm. Allie. He he oh, you should, he said sent the nicest email. It, it psyched Allie up because he's like. Allie inspired the high school girls to to do more things with the makey makey and stuff like that. Cool. So so she's like, I can't believe it. And he's like, I'll get. She'll have her own table. I'll get a Hane Elementary School banner printed up for the table. You know. So she's like, I can't believe they're making a table for me. And so we're working on. Uh, it's kind of like a soft circuit thing. You see that little sewn thing over there? It kind of looks like a flower petals against the heater board there with the the orange and orange purple blue on the floor. Against the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't even see it. Never mind. So she's making a... No idea what you're talking about. Okay. The multicolored thing on the floor. Okay, yeah, that I see, but that's not that's on the carpet, not on a heat board. Right, I said against the heater board, which is... Oh, it's, okay, the heater board ends right beside it. I couldn't see it. Okay. I'm looking through the table uh, there, so I couldn't yeah, see yeah. what was exactly yeah. behind it. No, it was it's a problem the of bad, you know... Yes. So, so we're using the makey makey again because that lets you close connections with capacitance, you know. And um, what is the makey makey? That's the the thing we used last time. So it's this, it's this little. It shows up on a computer as a human interface device. So when you actually let me show you. Yeah. 
Makey, makey, ha, 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 makey, makey, children of the world. So, oh, so it's like a little Raspberry Pi thing. Well, thing. plug that into your computer and open up a text editor. All right. Or anything where, you know, when you type the keyboard letters show up. Introduction. Your keyboard type identified and will not be usable until it is identified. They just hit close. You don't have to do anything there. All right. You don't have to do that. Just close that. And then open up text edit or something. All right, so go ahead and like press, um, I guess space is the only one, or touch, touch, here, put one hand on the ground part, and now you touch that and see how it lights oh, up. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. So it sends, that's click, yeah. that's I doing mouse it, click. And it is clicking yeah. the space, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So it sends mouse, er, it sends arrows and keyboard commands, and you can do this, like these letters as well for additional things. Ooh. So it can type those letters. So then in something like Scratch, you say, when I see an up arrow, do this. When I see a down arrow, do that. When I see a G, mm -hmm. do this. So, uh, I mean, that's what we're going to do, right? So there's holes on this. The, the, the Makey Makey looks like an NES controller. There's arrows and two buttons. And there's holes in them, which alligator clips can clip into. So then you expand off this board into your invention, your own mm. human interface device. So that flower that she's making is going to be the human interface device. Uh, the petals are each going to have a contact on it, and the stem is going to be the ground. There's some copper tape on the stem. So when you're holding the flower, you're grounded to it, and then you just touch the petals. Mm. Is her plan. Um, the first app she's going to make is kind of, there's eight petals, so we're going to make a piano, you know, an organ, right? So, oh, I like it. So dun, 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 dun. And there's, there's two uh, leaves on the stem, which will be like kind of mode selectors. And this is very similar to what she did last time with the Magic Flute. There's going to be more keys. And then I mentioned to her, um, well, what if we did like a Simon memory game? I was just it? thinking in my head, what about a game of Simon? Exactly. Yeah. So the contacts are done. Uh, tomorrow we're going to work on LEDs for the pedals. So we can do when you when you... Touch a button, and LED will light up for that pedal. But then also, I would Simon do that for, for the piano too, because when, yeah. when we touch a pedal, mm -hmm. it lights up. You'd be even better if it had a not just a little LED um, light, but a like it light up in the color of the, of the pedal. Yeah, I have a bunch of different color LEDs, yeah. and I have some white ones too. So, but it's going to be inside the fabric, mm -hmm. right? So, so hopefully, it has a, you know, It'll it, it makes it look like the, the leaf itself lights up as you press. That's the, the idea. Yep. And for a game of Simon, you know, it's That's going okay. to be the um, probably we're probably gonna put a speaker in the center because we're uh, the, we're using the Mickey Mickey and a Raspberry Pi, so we can use the audio out of the Raspberry Pi as well. It seems like it's harder to program because then you have to tell it to There's scratch. randomly. There's well, randomly make a sequence and follow well, no, that sequence. it'd be pretty easy to do in Scratch, right? You have uh, a list, which is the sequence that has been defined so far. Right, but I'm saying that a true game. You'd have to find a way to define... There's random and scratch. You say... Oh, okay. So you say, you know, okay, I'm going to level three, random this, add it to the list, and now okay. play the list, and then ex and check the list against the input, you know? So it won't be that difficult of a program, and I will coax Sally through figuring it out. And that's why I've done... that. The flower idea was her idea. The piano was straight her idea. I suggested the Simon game, but she loves it. Um... I'm trying to not drive. 
You know, I'm helping her do things. She was on the sewing machine today, sewing the flower. She was soldering wires to awesome. the brads today. Um, that, that email from the teacher really psyched her up. We spent a long time today. She didn't get to, we took a couple little breaks, but she kept coming back and was really psyched to keep working on this thing. So, you know, it's, well, it's exactly why I wanted to get into <laughs> these maker fairs. And it's, you know, it's just, like I said, I, I can't be happier with how she responded today. And she, tomorrow's like, she's like, we're gonna work on this tomorrow, right? I'm like, yeah, we're gonna do the LEDs tomorrow. So, so is Max just gonna be a theater nerd? <laughs> I don't know what Max is going to be yet. He hasn't quite decided, but uh, he's not nearly as interested in the science, it seems. Yeah, I, I guess not. I... That's okay. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm your, trying to figure your out. Kids are going to be different. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what is this. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's probably still too young to to really figure out where his thing's going to be. I mean, you kind of fit, you kind of saw it in Allie, even at a young, even at this young, she was interested in this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Max is more interested in sort of play acting and stuff like that. So <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe he's going to be a theater <laughs> a thespian, theater geek. So, hey, look at Lynn Manuel Miranda. Now everyone thinks that he's mm-hmm. like he's a rap star because he's just theater geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, so that's, that's what we're working on. Uh, we're going to probably we're gonna add the LEDs. Then we program the piano in the Simon. And it's ne- the, the Maker Fair is next Saturday, so we don't have a ton of time to Wow, so this and your um, your garage sale, they all look in the same day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, garage sale is probably going to suffer at that. So mm-hmm. we'll see if the spinners actually come through and she has a soccer oh well if she does the maker fair she'll be skipping the soccer game yeah. but because it would she would almost miss half the maker fair if she went to her soccer game but i don't it is what it is i'm, I'm psyched as you can tell i'm excited i can't yeah. shut up about it yeah so. that's cool um let's see i'm trying to think of, of stuff that has happened um, there's been some interesting uh, science or science-related stories. I'm trying to remember what they are. This is interesting beer-related stories. There was the stuff about uh, Sam Adams. Um, there, where was it? The uh, yeah, but in general, Boston beer is down 14 percent year over year. Oh. Ouch. Yeah. That's uh that's exactly what I said. Ouch. <laughs> um That's a tough one, man. Fourteen percent. So that's doesn't look good. What else is there? Hey, you're online. Finally. I wasn't online previously? No. That's probably why. Probably oh, you know why? I'm on a two Slack teams here. Maybe I need to open like another browser tab. and I didn't really... Maybe that's why. I thought I was logged into both, but maybe it logs out. I got to get another tab for another Slack team, I guess. And keep it open. Guess so. That must be why I was missing things. Because so, I guess you didn't see the video of the three-body problem sonified then. Um, which channel is this one? 
Just the direct messages. No. No. Didn't see that one either. This is neat because it's... uh, You're seeing basically a a simulation of three objects uh, with with, uh, gravity. And it's turning each... Each time they're at their maximum, their orbital maximum, it, it does a uh, more orbital minimum rather. It does a um, tone, mm-hmm. and they're all based on uh, on C. So just it really is interesting when, especially when things get really complex. Oh, it just changed. Put, put that yellow one in retrograde. <laughs> so, uh, as this is going on, um, what else is there? There's the blowjob robot. I did see that one. Okay. I guess we only just let the music play. Yeah, but it, you should see what, what it gets. Something cool is going to happen. Okay. Um, what else? Uh... <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. And then it comes back, and then he just get ejected. No, oh, he's still there. I think uh, it's going to be ultimately ejected. I think, or something is. <laughs> yeah, I think that that kicked it out. <laughs> that's that's really cool. Um, I like how they put the music to it. Mm-hmm. You kind of hear the periodicity change and, yep. and whatnot. So, usually another thing just to just another way to interpret what's happening that somehow mm-hmm. makes you feel like you get it more. I guess. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of see. I think it you. I think it helps you appreciate like when the system fundamentally changes. Right, right. Like there was one time early on where they all hit um, apogee at the same time, or the two around mm-hmm. the massive one hit apogee at the same time, and then it just changed completely what right. it looked like from the orbit before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's cool. It's just you know more information, more more ways of displaying the information. Um. I was thinking. I, I was thinking about teaching stuff because I got um, just was was thinking. I, I, I was I got some other feedback about stuff that I was teaching. Um, good feedback about stuff. The way that I was because um, sometimes I bring up things and we do a code uh, meeting every week and sometimes I sometimes I bring up subjects and I tried. Well, I did my code meeting to not only have what I did, which is normally what people do, but this is this was the problem and. Not only that, but here's some of the solutions I tried didn't work, and this is what ultimately got to work. Mm-hmm. And I got some feedback that they really appreciated that because most people just sort of okay, here's the code, this is what I did, or this is the no, problem. That's, I, what I that's did. a great idea, yeah. you know, showing the ways you tried to solve it and what the problems were with mm-hmm. those techniques. That's really good. So I'll also keep that in mind. So it got me thinking about. Um, you were the first person I tried to teach about like I, 
mm-hmm. and I think that ultimately you got it. But um, I, I was thinking about the question you asked at the beginning, which which was how does this relate to anything that you know, how can you bring this up? And and the answer is it does relate to a lot of things, but it's really more of a conceptual thing you have to grasp to understand rotation from a certain perspective, which then can be translated into other things like um, engineering and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but it's really getting through that conceptual leap. And so there isn't really, really isn't a way you can say, cause I mean, you could say two plus two, well, I use mm-hmm. all the time, but you will start to look at things in this way. If you get this conceptual thing mm-hmm. through, sure. but there isn't mm-hmm. really a good way to say, well, yeah, um, this is using your car. Right. <clears throat> Got it. Um, yeah, so that that's uh, that was what I was thinking of on that one. So I don't know how to bridge that gap necessarily. Right. But the point is being able to understand going from a number line to adding just another bunch of number lines on top of it and how those relate to the original number line. And then having that be standard, essentially. Okay. Um, What else? Anything else? I saved like a bunch of Reddit things that were interesting stuff to talk about, but now since I saved so many, (laughs) I'm not sure which one is uh, is good to talk on. Okay. So I just need to go through them a little bit. Do you have anything? Uh, I. Did have something a moment ago. What was it? And it is gone forever. Hmm. Okay, let me think about. Or we could just drink beer. I guess we could do that, and we'll wait to see if something else comes up. Um. Oh, uh, before I um before I came over, I watched uh. Really, it's more like I listened to the Red Letter Media sound uh, commentary track for Rogue One. Oh, boy. Yeah. They just released it today, so... I, oh, uh, boy. Um, and it was... They, they made some, you know... It was mostly... It's it's more like this environment where I think that the only reason why people really listen to this stuff is because they enjoyed our interaction. Right. It's not so much that um, they really care about everything we talk about. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really that I was like, I, I need more shit to, I need more ways to shit on Rogue One. <laughs> it was just more like, you know, I get to hear, you know, get to spend two hours with these guys and right. they're going to discuss some issues with, with the movie. And there's, there's a lot of, something that one of the things they, they brought up, which is a good point, uh, was it's okay to nitpick this movie because this movie is, the whole basis for this movie is a nitpick. It's okay to be... Why is the whole basis a nitpick? Because at least one of the excuses that I hear a lot for the movie is, well, it covers up a plot hole in the original Star Wars. It's, it, it really is one line of the title crawl that's sort of expanded in this oh. in this movie. So right. the whole and all the things about it are very like they they try to be very specific about Star Warsy things, but mm-hmm. um, not uh, not any of the characters. Uh, Right. Okay. I, I would say um, it should be called Rogue One, a Star Wars movie. Because it's certainly not a story. It's got <laughs> Star Wars stuff. Good point. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, they made the point that there's a lot of Star Wars stuff, and if you are really just into it for Star Wars stuff, you just want two hours of Star Wars stuff, then it does the job. Um, as a movie, it fa- as a as a story, it fails, and that was the, the major issue. But there are lots of little nitpicky things about the stuff that they do, which is, you know, one of the things I mentioned is, is why isn't the why isn't that K two S O like a field. Uh, the Imperials use that fucking robot for everything because <laughs> he's better than soldiers, better than stormtroopers. He's more durable, <laughs> more capable. <laughs> <laughs> they brought up what the fuck are they storing on this big storage thing? Right, this is this big storage thing that they have, um, which is the the big uh, MacGuffin at the end where they have to get the plans. The plans for the Death Star, this gigantic moon sized space station, are you know fit on this little. <laughs> Thing, what the this whole this this there's a whole crane game just to get to those plans when there are a bunch of other plans for other shit. What the fuck are they storing there? And then if all that stuff is so important to have a store, you, you're just gonna blow the shit up at the end. <laughs> well, they probably had backups. <laughs> In the Amazon, right? I, you know, I guess. It's, it's, as they say for government, if you can't, you know, if you can't build something once, build it three times. Uh, so maybe they do have backups, but then why didn't they go to that planet? I don't know. Well, they weren't trying to keep the Empire from having the plans, right? They were just... <laughs> so here's the other thing they mentioned. It's so true. Why didn't... There's a whole hologram with what's-his-name... Saying like I, the gin, this is for you. I I put a back door into the plan, but they have to get the plans and analyze the plans to find out that oh, there's a little hole you got to shoot things in. Why didn't you just say there's a fucking hole? Just say that in the like in the message. There's a hole you got to shoot things in. I mean, I'll give you detailed plans, sure, but I just want to let you know, like here's the deal: you got to shoot things down a little hole. Uh, if he's gonna leave the message with the plans that says hey there's a secret thing in here then that doesn't i mean oh you know there's a, a while ago uh max was watching teen titans you know teen titans is yeah the dc um so it's a, it's a cartoon it has robin and um cyborg and other superheroes right. who i don't know who they are and there was one episode where they were on a quest to get the MacGuffin. <laughs> the, actually, the, it was to called get, the MacGuffin? To get the MacGuffin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was decent. Uh, some, of the, some of those are... Yeah. But I enjoyed that one. And then it's... You know, tie it back into something a kid would understand. It was, The MacGuffin turned out to be a sandwich, an egg MacGuffin. Oh. <laughs> Egg McGuffin. Very clever. <laughs> I guess, you know, if you're writing something for kids, you can put in little references to things and they're not going to care and mm-hmm. you can just be very silly about it. Sounds like exactly what they did. Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit of, I mean, getting the MacGuffin was a MacGuffin, so they... Well, they, that's yeah. just, it, it, the MacGuffin was a MacGuffin, so yeah. there you go. Yeah, so but it wasn't too much deep beyond that, but right. I definitely enjoyed it. I wasn't really sitting in the same room and just hearing mm. some of the dialogue about it. I'm like, oh, that's clever. That's clever. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. This is in the way of us getting the MacGuffin. We have to find a way around it. <laughs> Pretty much. 
And now we cross the threshold. Yeah. <laughs> we have to learn something from our previous experiences in order to... They, they very well may have said that. I mean, it kind of rings the bell. It sounds mm-hmm. like something Robin yeah, said. Right. Oh, that does need. It's very, very meta, for sure. I like that. <clears throat> All right, so let's um, let's move on to uh, to show, show, show. Here we go. Okay, sounds great. 